It is Monday, and it's time for another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome, everybody. Hope your weekend was great. I have a special announcement on this show that I will get to shortly. But I want to remind all my listeners out there that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM out of Noonan. And I'm on after Rod Peterson right before Braves Country today with Mac McGee and the armchair quarterback. Such a great lineup. And this is episode 690, getting closer to 700. Oh, yes. On this August 21st, 2023, I do have an announcement here on the Sports Beat. I am pleased to announce that this podcast is going to be presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. So this partnership that I've had with Georgia Alabama Sports Live with Thrift Behringer, live streaming games, hosting high school game day, and doing our weekly show will allow me to have creative control to provide great content to this wonderful radio station. I want to thank Ryan O'Neill for giving me that opportunity, but I'm super excited to be underneath the umbrella of Georgia Alabama Sports Live. If you haven't done so already, type in Georgia Alabama Sports Live on Facebook and like the Facebook page, and then go to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is where all of our content is going to be, and on Facebook as well. We have got one of the busiest weeks in high school sports that you're ever going to have. Starting with today, I'm going to be on Sports Visions with Thrift Behringer. You can catch that. Thrift and DJ Jones, Mondays and Thursdays from 4 to 6 on the Sports Visions radio show, Smooth R&B 92.1 in Columbus, Georgia. I'm super excited about being a guest on the show, filling in for DJ as he is on the road. Then, I'm going to be at Mike and Ed's Barbecue tonight at 6.30 for the Glenwood Gators Coaches Show with the Glenwood Head Basketball Coach for the Boys and Girls, Dusty Purdue, and Glenwood Head Football Coach, Ryan Nelson. As Coach Purdue does a great job hosting that show, that will be live-streamed on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Then on Tuesday, we have got a clash of the Titans, two top 10 teams for high school softball. Remember, softball in the GHSA is played in the fall. We got Harris County. We got Northside. Thrift and I are going to be live streaming that game. That is going to be incredible. And then on Thursday, one of many Thursday night contests that Thrift and I are going to be broadcasting. Live at Kennett Stadium at 7 p.m., you got the Columbus Blue Devils taking on the Jordan Red Jackets. And then on Friday, we have a double header as Thrift Behringer and DJ Jones will be broadcasting the Heritage Bowl at A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium. Carver and Spencer, it is a clash of two incredible rivals in the Fountain City. And then I have the privilege of of calling Russell County and Harris County, along with Rick Beach, who is a founder of Kutso Sports up in Harris County. He covers everything Harris County related, including Harris County Little League. I had the privilege of actually meeting him face-to-face. He was umpiring the District 8 championship, the game that I live-streamed with Harris County beating Northern, and they had an incredible run 
to the Southeast Regional where they won their first two games. I'm excited to be calling that game with Rick Beach. Many of you know the history I have with Russell County. 2021, I was the public address announcer. Last season, I was the play-by-play announcer for all the home games on CTV Beam and the CW Jabama. But I am super excited to be a part of the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live family. And there's going to be a lot more games coming up this football season. Let's go ahead and get right into the show. As we have high school football, Thrift and I did an amazing high school scoreboard show. But I want to give some love to all those teams out in Noonan as well. What a great event. The Fayette County Coweta Classic. East Coweta defeated Stars Mill 28-21. You had Northgate defeat Whitewater 31-18. And Sandy Creek defeated Noonan 44-24. It was a great time for high school football. You have McIntosh that came back from an 18-0 deficit to defeat Fayette County. And we also had big-time upsets. Manchester defeated Bowden 21-20. Bowden was the defending 1A Division II champions for the GHSA. The Braves played the San Francisco Giants over the weekend. The series was looking great. The Braves won the first two games. But yesterday, the Giants won the game 4-3 on a bases-loaded walk in the top of the ninth inning that scored Jock Peterson. The Giants are 65-59 on the season. The Braves, 80-43. And And, uh, the Atlanta Braves, they end up taking two out of three against the Giants. And they will take on the New York Mets at Truitts Park today. First pitch, 7-20. And then they're back taking on the Giants again this weekend, this time at AT AT&T Park in San Francisco. And I'm torn because I like both teams. When I found out that the Giants won yesterday, I wasn't too excited because, you know, I work with Braves fans. You know, they love their Braves. They were disappointed that the Braves blew a game in the ninth inning. Deep down, I was secretly pumping my fist. Yay, the Giants didn't get swept. Spain wins its first ever FIFA Women's World Cup. I'm going to have Tanya Chavez on the show. We are going to recap that. She has done an awesome job as my official sports beat correspondent for the FIFA Women's World Cup. I'm going to have my NFL 32 teams in 32 days. I'm wrapping it up with the New York Jets. Then I'm going to close out the show playing some of the highlights that happened over the weekend, including the high school game day show that Thrift Berenger and I did along with DJ Jones and Coach Purdue. And throughout the week, you're going to get the scoreboard show that Thrift Berenger and I have done for Georgia Alabama Sports Live. So here's what's going to happen here on the show. I'm going to take my first break. I'm going to go pay a bill or two. And when I come back, I'm going to have Tanya Chavez on the show. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a sports beat with Richard Holdridge. We'll be right back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home, offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bug, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control, repair, bond, best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control, 34 Jefferson Street, Newton, 770-954-9941.
It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. And welcome back to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And I have got my World Cup correspondent, Tanya Chavez, to wrap things up. The FIFA Women's World Cup comes to an end. Spain wins their first ever Women's World Cup by defeating England 1-0, thanks to a goal by Olga Carmona in the 29th minute. Tanya, what was your overall impression of the FIFA Women's World Cup? It was an amazing tournament. It broke records. Um, it was the first time they had uh, more teams in it. Uh, each year they're adding more teams, so I think that's great. Um, the unexpected attendance for the World Cup, the unexpected televised viewers for the World Cup, uh, this like no one was expecting it to be that popular and look where we are now. And, and then the most important thing is a, a brand new champion, a first ever champion in Spain. Tanya, the story of Olga Carmona, it really pulls at your heartstrings because she found out the, after the world cup final that her father passed away and just the resiliency just to lead the Spanish team to the world cup. I mean, she's only 23 years old. I mean, she is just going to be a rising star, but to learn of something like that, a tragedy happening after that, I mean, we really want to send our deepest condolences to Olga and her family in this time of deep sorrow, but I can't imagine what she was going through after the world cup final was over. Oh man, that's like, it's just really heartbreaking. I mean, when you're just super happy and excited for winning a world cup and then getting such news like that, I, I can't imagine her emotions and to hear that after the, the game. Um, yeah, I just, I can't imagine any of that. It was really heartbreaking when I, I got on ESPN alert about it. 
this afternoon and I just I was just like wait what I just couldn't believe it I just yeah condolences to her and her family um again it's just heartbreaking I just I cannot imagine getting that kind of news after winning a world cup or playing in one Tanya, Spain had a dominant World Cup, and they were one of the teams that you you were really high on Spain. You you thought after their first two games, after beating Costa Rica three mil and then beating Zambia five mil, no, the the matchup against Japan was not what they expected. They lost four mil, but they got into group stage, and they got some close wins including a 2-1 score over the Netherlands and 2-1 over Sweden are you shocked that Spain won the World Cup um a little bit I mean like I said they showed strong from the beginning they they look like a totally different team and they kind of are I mean there's like 13 original players that didn't go to this World Cup because they're doing their, their you know they're protesting the coach and so it was a brand new team. They were very fun to watch. They're very pass possessioned. I mean, the game today, you you saw the the pressure they're putting on England. England couldn't move the ball in the first half, and then they made changes. But um, I mean, Spain's a pass possessional team, and they they just look good. They look good the whole time. And I'm a little surprised, but I mean, when they got to this point, I I already knew. I mean, I was thinking they're going to win this World Cup because. The difference between them and England is the pass possession. England likes to go up and over, send long balls versus trying to possess the ball. And then the pressure Spain puts on their opponents. So um, a little surprise, yes, but not entirely. Not after watching them come out of their group. All right, Tanya, let's transition over to the women's side of the women's national team for the United States because their manager... Vlako and Davonsky is out as the manager. Is he all to blame for their lackluster performance in this World Cup? Or where does the blame fall for the United States only making it to the round of 16? Well, I mean, it's it's a lot of his fault, um, but it's also the players too, because they just they came out just not playing as hard, just taking it too easy. Um, and they just didn't look ready. So, I mean, looking ready comes from him. Making tactical changes, formation changes, that comes from him. Um, those things didn't happen. The substitutes were not there. Uh, not subbing in time. Subbing in the 90th minute, giving players no time to do anything. So, I mean, a lot of it is on him, but it is on the players too. I mean, some of them just, they weren't ready for this World Cup. And um, I just, I mean, I wanted to see other players go into the game. I wanted to see Ashley Sanchez play. I wanted to see more of Kelly O'Hara. Um, but, I mean, there was no changes. And, I mean, like I said last time, they bounced out of two major tournaments recently, the Olympics and now the World Cup. That's not us. That's not the U.S. So, um I mean, it was a poor turnout, and it was unfortunate as well. We didn't expect that. I mean, you saw in the stands today there was people with U.S. jerseys on because we expected to be there today. All right, and Twyla Kilgore will serve as the interim coach for the U.S. women's national soccer team. But what direction do the women's soccer team go? Like, what are some of the talks or where about Who's going to be the next manager? I mean, because the next World Cup is not until 2027, but there's still a long way to go. Have they leaned towards a candidate 
to replace Ant Anco Anton? No, I, I haven't heard anybody. I mean, they're throwing names out there, and I haven't heard any definite. But they got to hurry because the Olympics is next summer. Um, I mean, they've thrown out uh, Wingman, the one that coaches England, but she's kind of said that she's not interested. There's there's names thrown out from the NWSL, both men and women. Um, I I kind of think they need to to bring in somebody that's going to change the culture of the team because the culture of the team is, I mean, everyone can see it. We need to have an American-driven atmosphere. Like we are playing for the stars and stripes. You're wearing the red, white, and blue. I just felt like our some of our women were just out there as individuals. We we didn't even look like we were playing as a team. We we're playing as individuals until that game against Sweden. Um, but I mean, there's people that are throwing their names in there. Alexi Lalas threw his name in there. Uh, he's you know the uh, an analyst on Fox, and. Brandy Chastain kind of said something about, oh, I have my A license. You know, I, I that would be great to see her. She, I think she's the coach of Stanford right now. But it would be, I just think they need somebody that's going to change the culture of the team, not come in as a friend, but come in as the coach. Yeah, Brandy Chastain would be amazing. Funny story about Brandy Chastain. I probably shared this with you like three times already since the 20 times you've been on my show. 1999. She wins the the World Cup, takes off the jersey. We we all know the story. It's an iconic moment in sports history. She's from San Jose, California. They had a parade for her when she returned from the World Cup. And, you know, returned from what? It, it was hosted by the United States. But, yes, returning from the World Cup. I, I grew up in Milpitas, California, which was a suburb of San Jose. Great moment. I would love to see her get the – the coach uh, position for the, the women's national team. That's great that she's coaching at Stanford. I mean, that's right there, Palo Alto, California, right near San Jose. But uh, yeah, cool. I've always been a fan of Brandy Chastain and an iconic player, but I'm um, interested to see what direction they go. Who's going to be the next manager for the women's national team. Well, yeah, I am too. I, I mean, I kind of wish it would kind of hurry it along. Um, I mean, obviously, like you said, um, Twyla is going to be coaching next month in that friendly against South Africa. Uh, see what she, who she brings in and what she does with this opportunity. I, I don't think she's a candidate for them, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I would love, like you said, I would love to see Brandy Chastain coach this team. I, I, I hope that they consider her. I hope she throws her name in there and uh, it'd be great. It'd be great. Somebody that played for the national team, that 99, you know, team, the 99ers. So, um, yeah, it would, it'd be awesome. I just, I, again, I hope they, they kind of hurry it along because they, they need to do it faster and not drag it along like they did with the men. Donnie, we do have some other soccer news and uh, let's go over to major league soccer because the impact that Lionel Messi has made already. I mean, we've taken a pause on the MLS season. Inter Miami is one of the worst teams in the MLS as far as that season, but we've had the Legends Cup or the Legions Cup or whatever it's called. And Inter Miami has just played like gangbusters. They've gone through just about everybody and they win the League's Cup championship and Lionel Messi has been the difference. Have you seen some of the goals that he has scored I mean, it's unreal. He might go down as the greatest MLS player when it comes to talent-wise. I don't think 
anybody has compared to Lionel Messi. Yes, David Beckham played in the MLS. Wayne Rooney played in the MLS, but they're not the GOAT. Lionel Messi is the GOAT. Yes, Pele played for the New York Cosmos in the late 70s, but he was well past his prime. This is huge. This is the biggest soccer news in this country. Yeah, I, I've seen his goals, and he just makes it look far too easy. Um, super smooth, just, just awesome. And um, I, I just, I mean, it's too easy for him. I, I'm kind of, I was a little, I'm happy he's here, but I still think he has, he has it in him still to play out in Europe against the best competition. And I don't know if he'll go back or not. Um, I kind of felt like it was too early for him to come here, but I'm happy he's here. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm happy he's here. He's changing Miami. He's making them relevant. As you said, that they were one of the worst teams in MLS, and now they're a little bit more relevant with him there. He's now the captain of the team. So, yeah, huge impact. Um, it was a great grab that Beckham brought him in, and I, I, am, I agree with you. He is probably the best international player to come into the MLS and make that huge of a difference. All right, Tanya, we're going to switch gears again because I know you're a soccer fan. And we could talk soccer the whole time on this show. But college football season is coming up, and you are a New Mexico Lobos fan. They are in the Mountain West. There's talks that the Pac-12, now going to be the Pac-4, is going to be merging with the Mountain West. Is there a possibility that New Mexico can go to the Pac-12? Um, I think there's always a possibility. And, yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 is just like – like going out i mean all these teams are getting out of there going to all these different conferences and i think it would be a great merge um i would hate to see the the pac-12 not even exist anymore but it would be nice to have a change for new mexico i mean we were once in the whack and then now the mountain west so to get some different competition i think i think be great for us and they open the season against texas a&m in Kyle Field, the Aggies are a 38-point favorite. I mean, I know that you're an optimistic New Mexico fan. I mean, if they go 6-6 six and six and they make it to a bowl game, I mean, that's like winning a championship. Well, yeah, because we haven't been to a bowl game in a while. So um, I think we're due. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be a better season for us. And I'm excited to, to see what the Lobos do this season. And I... I hope that we do um, maybe do better than a .500 record, but 6-6 six and six would definitely get us into a bowl game, maybe our own here in New Mexico. Tanya, as always, it's great having you on the show. Sad to see the World Cup in, but I was glad that you were able to come on and close out this World Cup. It was great having you on the show a couple times, talking about the Women's World Cup. Uh, any final thoughts before we get you out of here? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it stinks that it's over, but all great things come to an end. And it was a great month of women's soccer. And I believe that it changed a lot. I think people are seeing women's soccer is more relevant now. And especially, you know, with the new winner, like I said, it's great for the game. It's great to have two different finalists. And they were both would have been brand new champions first ever. So it was great. I, I'm going to certainly miss watching these games and getting up in the morning and trying to figure out who won, who lost, and and then looking forward to watching it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Olympics is next year. I look forward to the friendlies. Hopefully, you know, we get a good coaching for the U.S. women's national team, and we see a difference next year. 
All right. That is my official FIFA Women's World Cup correspondent, Tanya Chavez. Great having you on the show. Love to get you back on pretty soon and we could talk just football. I mean, you got the Eagles, you know, your your favorite team in the NFL. You got New Mexico. There's just a lot to talk about in the next upcoming months. Yeah, definitely. You know, football season's around the corner. College starts first and, you know, soon to be the NFL. And I oh, can't wait. It's a great time of year. I cannot wait either. All right. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I am going to have my NFL 32 teams in 32 days. I'm wrapping this baby up with the New York Jets. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a sports beat. We'll be right back. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in. Take out. It's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location. Bringing you the best chicken around. So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. We are back here on the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. It is time for my NFL 32 teams in 32 days. Now, I'm wrapping this thing up with the New York Jets, the team that's been featured on Hard Knocks, the team with all the hype. What better way to cap off this incredible journey in lieu of the NFL season by previewing the New York Jets, the same New York Jets franchise that acquired Brett Favre in 2008, the same Jets franchise that last made the playoffs in 2010. They were able to get Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be a difference maker? Is Aaron Rodgers going to lead the Jets to at least the playoffs so they could snap this postseason drought? Remember, they're in a tough division. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to recap last season. It was a season without Aaron Rodgers. But this year, totally different. With hard knocks, Robert Sala on the hot seat. Buckle up, get ready for a wildly entertaining season by the New York Jets, and they got a lot of primetime games. I'm also going to go over the depth chart and make a prediction. I honestly think I can't make a true prediction because with Aaron Rodgers, it's a wild card. I really don't know what to expect. He does have some young weapons. You know that he does not get along with his young weapons like he did in Green Bay. The Jets' offensive line 
has got a big question mark and the division that Aaron Rodgers is in. He's not dominating the NFC like he has for years. The AFC is quarterback loaded. All right, let's recap 2022. The New York Jets finished 7-10, but with Zach Wilson and Mike White as your quarterback, they were in a lot of games. In fact, they were at 7-4 and four at one time, and the schedule caught up with them. They played a lot of very good teams, 7-10, and 10, and they missed the playoffs. Got a lot of draft picks from the Jamal Adams trade to the Seattle Seahawks. General Manager Joe Douglas has brought talent to this team. Let's take a look at this talent because it's led by Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick in 2021, is his backup. His running backs, I got to tell you, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, that's a very good one-two punch, followed by Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight. They've had some flashes of decency. Their wide receiver core, Alan Lazard, why not? He follows Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. Garrett Wilson was the rookie last year who was competing for rookie of the year. You have Corey Davis, the free agent that came over from Tennessee, a high draft pick, and Nico Hardman. I think that Nico Hardman could be an X factor for the Jets. Randall Cobb. So, yes, Aaron Rodgers does have weapons. And now let's go over to the offensive line. Dwayne Brown is going to start on the injured list. He is their left tackle. Billy Turner is more than likely. Could possibly slide over to the left side, Max Turner. But we shall see. Lakin Tomlinson, I remember him. He played very well for the San Francisco 49ers. He's a left guard, Connor McGovern. Elijah Vera Tucker, a high draft pick at right guard. And then Max Mitchell. Tyler Conklin is their tight end, and their backup tight end is CJ Azuma. They have decent weapons. But the strength of this defense, and this is why, they have a defensive coach in Robert Sala, the former defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Carl Lawson, Quentin Williams, Al Woods, John Franklin Myers. That defensive line is solid. Their linebackers, Jamie and Sherwood, C.J. Mosley, and Quincy Williams. And they might just have the best corner in all of football. Sauce Garner. He's teamed up on the other side with D.J. Reed, who has come over from the Seattle Seahawks. Jordan Whitehead and Tony Adams are your safeties, and Michael Carter II is your nickel corner. All right, let's make some predictions for the final time before the NFL season starts. My NFL 32 teams in 32 days finally wraps up. I'm going to make this quick because I don't know how accurate this is going to be because I predicted every single team except the Jets. Yes, I could go back into all 31 episodes where I previewed all the teams and come up with a record for the Jets. So week one, Monday Night Football, they're taking on the Buffalo Bills. I do remember that I picked the Jets to win this game. So far, I got one right. Week two is more than likely going to be the CBS primetime game. They are taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World. I'm telling you, the Jets are going to have a lot of nationally televised games this year. I got them losing to the Cowboys. I also got them losing to the Patriots. I got them losing to the Chiefs, losing to the Broncos, losing to the Eagles. 
I got them beating the Giants, beating the Chargers, beating the Raiders, losing to the Bills, beating the Dolphins, beating the Falcons, beating the Texans, beating the Commanders, and beating the Browns. So I've got the New York Jets at 9-8. and eight. I don't think this is going to be enough to make the playoffs, but they are going to be a competitive team because Aaron Rodgers gives them a chance to win. But this Jets team is still flawed. I am not a complete believer in their head coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. But I just don't think a defensive coach with Aaron Rodgers is a good ingredient. Yes, he's got his guy. Nathaniel Hackett, the former Denver Broncos head coach, is the offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers is happy about that. Jeff Ulbrich is the defensive coordinator. It seems like Robert Sala just decided to take some of his staff from the 49ers and coach the Jets. This is going to be a very fun team. This is going to be a team that is going to be on a lot of nationally televised games. Well, that's it. My NFL 32 teams in 32 days is officially done. We've got one more week of preseason games, and then the first game in the NFL season is Thursday, September the 7th, when the Detroit Lions go up to Arrowhead to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Football is officially here. I am so excited. Well, that's all the time I have here on the show. I want to thank all my listeners who downloaded the podcast, and don't forget to like, subscribe to my Facebook and Twitter channel, and I will be back on tomorrow with Gabe Reynolds. And then throughout the week, I will be airing some of the content that Thrift and I have been doing on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. So I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Help protect your family from flu this season by taking three easy steps. First, get yourself and your family a flu shot. It's quick and can protect you all season. Second, take everyday actions to help prevent the spread of germs like flu. Cover your cough, stay home from work or school if you're sick, and wash your hands often. Third, there are drugs that can treat flu illness. These work best when started early. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, this is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.